What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aslam, a.k.a. Ra, God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan, a.k.a. Papa Sun Killer. How's it going, Dan? Not, not that great, Aslam. Not that great. Could be better. Could be better. It's hot. My back hurts. And HBO Max still exists. And that's going to be one of the things we talk about here. Uh, you got more HBO Max news like you always do every week just to annoy me. Just to annoy me. So we're going to hear about what HBO Max is doing now and how they're going to try to upset me and the rest of my life. We're also going to talk about something that's upsetting but not too great. Uh, the Undertaker. And it's nothing too crazy like Islam's going to think later on. It's he, he finally retired. He gave his final farewell. And he's ridden off to the sunset. I'm going to talk a little bit about that segment. And we did another Mount Rushmore. You didn't see it coming, but we hit you with it anyway. The Mount Rushmore for our favorite rock bands. So listen to what ours are. Judge them. Give us yours. And then we're going to tell you why ours is better. Exactly. So sit back, relax while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom. I almost said music in your ears. (laughs) Wisdom. (laughs) Music. <laughs> you are now listening to Los Wise Guys Production. It is finally happening. What what's happening? The transition. Um, the GSA has officially announced um, Biden's. Well, they've they've announced that they will start transitioning from Trump to administration to Biden administration today, mm-hmm. which is good news because they were they've been delaying it for a while because of all the lawsuits, but. Um, 30 lawsuits have been dismissed. Uh, they've only won one. Mm-hmm. And um, even if they had won all of them, they still wouldn't have won because of the amount of votes contested weren't enough for a win. But thank God the transition's happening. Mm-hmm. We're moving forward. Um, he, Trump still hasn't conceded, and I doubt he will actually say it. Ever since his loss, he's been cooped up in the White House or playing golf, and he's just like mm-hmm. not coming out saying anything or I mean, doing anything. Which is at this point, yeah, don't say it. I don't care. <laughs> just get out. I mean, it's it's fine. It's just <laughs> yeah. like you're you're acting like a toddler. Yeah, but what else is new? So, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's 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 him. Do it. It is him. So it is what it is. We're we're moving on. Can't wait till December 14th when we get the official electoral college stamp on the election yeah. win. Or December 10th, for that matter. Was December 10th. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is supposed to be coming out on that date. Yes, it is. Finally. <laughs> um, Do you believe it, though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care at this point. I Honestly, they've... It's not that... I, I just... Like, right now, I'm enjoying what I'm playing. Yeah. And I, re- I really don't care. That's just you. About, That's just you. Yeah. I'm literally on the complete opposite side where it's like I'm looking at every game I own 
And that's a lot of games. And I, I, I'm looking at all of them just in disgust. Just like, I don't want to play any of you. None <laughs> of you are worth my time. <laughs> that's what that's what you get for playing game, for having so much time to play games. Um, speaking of games, this has nothing to do with the game. Let's so, go. Right. Uh, Chappelle Show. Absolutely. I've been, I've been There's video games in there. There was a time where you acted like he was in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, there was also the time where he beat that kid so bad. I loved it. He died from cancer. He brought, brought him, back him back to life, to life yep. so he could finish beating his and ass. And he could tell his game. friends. Just so he, yeah. his friends could tell him Dave Chappelle whooped his ass. Yeah, yeah. That was... Oh I love that. And he was playing Street Hoops. I have that for the PS2. Yeah. Street Hoops. Chappelle show. There, I, I've, since I've been watching it, I, I've just seen two scenes, mm-hmm. uh, two sketches that were almost prophetic in in their uh in their content mm-hmm. one of them being he had this um commercial about this uh weed product that doesn't get you high and they compared it to odules they were like it's the odules of weed um if you don't know what odules is odules is a a beer that has no yeah, alcohol it's not in alcoholic it beer. So this was like a weed. They were like, yeah, it doesn't have the THC. You don't get high, but you still get all the other, you know, benefits or whatever. And I was just like, wow, Chappelle show called CBD. Okay. I was about to say, I'm. this is something real to, news to me. I don't know. I don't yeah, know so, what's going on with that world. I don't know. So <laughs> CBD is, um, is a cannabinoid. Um, so it's something within the plant. So the, all the benefits that people get from weed... Mm-hmm. Are the CBDs mm-hmm. that are in the, the cannabinoids mm-hmm. in the weed, and the THC is what makes you high. Mm-hmm. So the CBD is what has the calming effect, that calms your nerves, everything, all that good stuff. And then the the THC is just what you know gives you that buzz. Um, so what what happens is if they've been, it's just like with alcohol, they've been able to extract the ethanol out, which is the the chemical compound that makes you drunk. Yeah. Um, the uh they've been able to take out the thc and now they have cbd and people use cbd oil they take cbd gummies to help them relax um for anxiety and such and so but whatever um dave Chappelle, can, you know can i just say something real quick you don't know what, what my brain the way my brain works that's love uh-huh. well while you were saying cbd i don't know why the first thing i thought of was uh the jackson's five abc uh-huh. and i i put together a whole thing of uh I, lyrics with okay. CBD and how it's jokes. I did. I just ran through like different possibilities in my mind. Can we hear it? Oh, man. Um, CBD. Come take a puff of me. <laughs> now I'm hungry. I'm hungry. CBD. They call that munchies. Come and take a puff of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually really good. Oh, yeah, oh, I just man. ran through that in my brain. I was just like, this is the way my brain works. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, that's honestly you. You got that natural high, uh, so I don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. You you got that natural shit. Um, CBD, come take a puff of me. I like it. I, it's amazing. Honestly, it's it's amazing. That's what they sh- like. That jingle should be how they um, uh, advertise CBD. Nope. And they're gonna think how um, I was the guy who made that. It was like, no, it was me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And then the other thing. He was um, he was acting like almost like a rich dude, um, and he was about to have sex with a woman, mm-hmm. 
and he made her sign a consent form. Oh, yes. Um, he made her sign a consent form. And then after he finished quickly, he asked her to sign a NDA, yeah. a non-disclosure agreement, so she can't tell all her friends. And she, he was like, she's like, I won't tell him. He's like, well, if you do, I'm going to sue your ass. I believe um, that was Rashida Jones in that segment. Is that her name? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I thought that was oh, another yeah. one that was hilarious. And then, yeah, so those two, I that's so far what I've seen that was almost prophetic of our time right now. Uh, shout out to Dave Chappelle and his fellow writers on the show, including, um, I forgot his name. I don't I think know who were the writers I never knew. He had a partner writer that's another comedian. Um, that was on the uh, show? He didn't do any of the acting. He did a lot of the, most of the writing with Dave. I'm looking at it. Um, I think it was Neil something. Neil Brennan. Yeah, Neil Brennan. Um, when he, when uh, Dave Chappelle got the Mark Twain Award, Neil Brennan was there. He spoke also um, what, on his behalf. What is the Mark Twain Award consist of? I never even heard of it. Um, like, what do you, it's what an do you award get for given. It? I mean, what, what do you, you do? Get? I mean, what do you do to win it? I, I mean, think you just have to be like. Um, I'm, I'm honestly not 100 percent sure, but I think it's just like you. You're someone who um, has changed the or progressed the the people of color in a field or something like that. Because I think it is only given to people of color. Uh, uh, it is presented wrong, to individuals who have had an impact on American society in ways similar to Twain. Okay, then it's not only people of color. Never mind. Um, I thought it was only done with people of color. I mean, they probably won the more more of the more recent ones. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, I think won it. Um, yeah, I see well, Richard Pryor. I, I know he won it. Is the first yeah, one Richard here. Pryor. Yeah, if you look in recent years, you got Dave Chappelle, Julie, Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh, David Letterman, Bill Murray, Eddie Murphy, Jay Leno, Carol Burnett. It goes back. It's a lot of famous, uh, very funny people. Actually, now I'm looking. Okay. At it. Yeah, all right, so never mind. It's not only meant for people of color. I thought it was. I don't know, man. Will Ferrell? <laughs> I mean, Jay Leno, too, you know? That chin just gets a word. Did I say Will Ferrell? Yeah, I did say Will Ferrell. I was like, where did I, I get know. Will Ferrell from? He's there. You were cutting out a little bit. So. <clears throat> oh, man. All righty. HBO, man. HBO making the moves. So apparently, HBO wants a Justice League trilogy. So I think depending on, uh, I think that they're they're doing a couple of moves here, right? The first move is with putting Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max at no extra cost for subscribers. That's going to boost their subscriber count. They're also going to boost their subscriber count when their when Justice League Snyder Cut comes out exclusively on HBO Max, as well as uh, the other exclusive content from DC. If they do a Justice League trilogy and they only release it on HBO Max or HBO, this is going to be like uh, HBO is going to boost in crazy numbers now. The only reason why I think they would do this is because even when the virus come, uh, when the vaccine comes out and people start taking it and everything, 
there's still going to be a need for social distancing and mask wearing and stuff like that. And um, there won't be as much restrictions on gatherings um, as they do now, but there there will be restrictions because not everybody's going to be able to have access to the vaccine right away and stuff like that. So this is going to take a while to transition us back into theaters. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to release this content um anyways and disney was just honestly thinking about also doing the same thing with um the black widow movie releasing it on uh disney plus that hasn't come out huh i thought that came out okay no 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 no. Mm. that's been pushed all of those movies have been pushed back okay so i mean if they're not making any money off of movies right now uh we discussed on i think i discussed on a previous episode um that they should have charged for Wonder Woman, um, 1984, for subscribers at least 15 bucks, and for everybody else who wants to just watch the movie, 30 bucks, um, and let them get it that way. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's more important for them to get subscriber based than um, just get that one time charge for the movie. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm excited. I don't know how it. Uh, it all depends on how successful the Snyder Cut really is with the reshoots and the original vision and how long it's going to be, as well as the movies coming afterwards, if they're going to continue that storyline and if uh, Zack Snyder is going to be more involved with the create, helping create those storylines I mean, and stuff I, like that. I think Wonder Woman 1984 matters a lot. To be perfectly honest, I don't think Snyder Cut really matters at all. I mean, to us and Snyder our Cut, circle, Snyder Cut is quote-unquote a big deal to the rest of the world nobody knows that it exists snyder cut has nothing much to do with the continuity because it's just it's what originally was supposed to come out no no i just i don't mean any of that i'm talking about like big uh, the average person hears justice league is coming to hbo they're like oh the justice league movie um let me put it on oh they divide it into it's a longer movie with new scenes yeah i'll try it Snyder Cut means nothing to them. Like they don't understand what it is, Maybe. or if they do the show, they're like, "Oh, it's a new Justice League show." Then they're gonna watch. But like, wait, I saw this movie. They made this movie into a show. I feel like the average person has no idea that what a Snyder Cut is. Um, people who are in the know know. I mean, people on Twitter who are frequent to Twitter probably know because uh, a lot of this calling for it was on twitter it, it trended multiple times mm-hmm. it's going to trend again when it's about to release um i'm just talking in the sense of when they if they want a trilogy mm-hmm. if they actually go forward with the trilogy um with the justice league it's going to be more about what's going what's happening now with the movies also especially what's going to happen with the flash movie if they're going to just do a con, con- continuity mm-hmm. um so flash the flashpoint movie is supposed to reset everything then we're gonna get a different justice league movie as justice league 2 maybe that it'll be that type of justice league movie where it's just like a whole new thing um not dealing with the old continuity but the new continuity that the flashpoint creates mm-hmm. and then we get a, a sequel to that or something um that's those are all possibilities but you know i wouldn't mind more justice league i'd, I'd why not give me more movies i agree I, I it's just i'm i'm conflicted because of the hbo thing I, I want somebody who's listening to this to clip this out and send it to hbo max send it to dc and at&t i'm willing to spend 50 dollars to watch all these movies 50 dollars each just so i don't have to do it on hbo max i will watch it anywhere else you want me to as long as i could watch a stream of it i will pay 50 
to not watch it on HBO Max. <laughs> that's that's how much I hate that service. I I honestly don't get your hate. It's <laughs> they're killing uh, it's, what I love. HBO's not doing it, but sure, we'll we'll talk more if about that. If it didn't that. exist, it wouldn't be happening. Yes, it would have. It, it would still. They would create something else, and I would hate over. the something else. That's why I'm hating HBO Max. I I don't hate something that's gonna give me more of what I like. So it it makes no sense. I mean, so far everything that I've seen on there has been trash. Like what? Um, let me see. I I tried. I tried Watchmen. Couldn't do it. I tried the. What was the other one with the? The back in time, the people, the with the monsters. Oh, Lovecraft Country? couldn't get two episodes in. Okay. Um, uh, what was the one with the the cops, the detectives? Uh, true detective couldn't finish an episode. Um, okay. it's just the majority of what is there. I hate. It's not even. That's and it's fine. not even like I hate it because it's HBO. I went in there giving all those things a chance. I really thought Watchmen was going to do it. It, it's mind blowing that you didn't think because I think uh, Hooded Justice was one of your one a character you liked from Watchmen or Hooded Justice like the old... was never a favorite. If anybody I liked from Watchmen, it was Rorschach, like everybody else. No, no, I know. I meant from like the older generation. I I, I thought I heard you talking about Hooded Justice multiple times, nah, but maybe I don't I think was it was wrong. me. Um, all right, maybe it was someone yeah. else. I don't know, but um. I don't know. I I completely disagree with you on HBO Max. Um, I could be wrong, so we'll see what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. Also on HBO, has officially ordered a Last of Us show. So yeah, that's coming out as well. It's going to be interesting to see what so they do. So it's official now because they mentioned this about five years ago. It's actually they, they officially HBO ordered okay, it. Cool, so cool. we'll they'll they'll probably create a script. Make Would a love pilot, to see how see they how... trash one of the greatest video game stories ever. <laughs> we'll see how they do it. Um, from HBO's track record, at least on my point of view, yeah. um, and most the of majority people's point of people, of view, yeah. um, shows like True Detective, um, Lovecraft Country, um, and many, many other shows on HBO shows the kind of quality of writing and storytelling they could do. Um, if they have the correct showrunners and obviously the correct source material to draw from it. If they're doing the Last of Us show, I really hope they include, uh, is it Insomnia? Uh, not uh, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog, sorry. Neil Druckmann um, specifically. The, yeah. He's the creative director. So hopefully they they draw upon him for um, as a executive to be on a part of the show so he can make it great. And um, I mean, I remember hearing a while back when they were talking about a potential last of a show. I think they said that Neil Druckmann was going to be involved. But like I said, this was maybe two years ago. Uh, and as usual, it's, it's silent. It's just last of us in particular is one of those things where it works great as a video game because it's written to be a video game. Mm-hmm. It's not written to be a show. So they were, there is obviously going to have to be some changes, which is fine. It's just, if you could make a good show out of it, then by all means, well, me, here's do the it. thing. I think it it could be successful mm-hmm. as long as Last of Us is that the the, the first game mm-hmm. is a eight to ten episodes only. It does not stretch beyond that. Mm-hmm. And then if they're gonna do a second part, Last of Us Part Two, it's gonna be this game, mm-hmm. also eight to ten episodes 
just of that story, not stretching it to three seasons. That's the first thing I think of when I think of them making a last of a show where they're going to take the first game and stretch it out to three or more seasons. Well, they're not. See, with HBO is not cable television, right? So cable television like AMC and like channels like that, they're the ones who take it and stretch it out Mm -hmm. for absolutely no reason. HBO came in with Watchmen, did eight episodes and called it a day because of the guy um, who who did it he wanted res- to do the one and they're just like fine you want to do it we'll do that yeah and they respected like he he's like hey if you guys want to go forward and do another season or go continue with the story go ahead but this is the story that i wanted to tell i told it mm-hmm. i'm done with it well, and they were like by that logic hbo decision. didn't respect the decision to halt game of thrones when they should have they should have um, tried to wait and i know the- he hasn't finished the book no, no, but see, it's it again different stories. You're you're combining them both for no reason. Um, I'm just, I'm just with, professing with, my hate for HBO's products. With um, when it comes to uh, Game of Thrones, yes, he didn't finish the books, and they were hoping he would finish the books, but he didn't tell them to not make the show until he finishes the books. He, I, I think what happened, and I could be wrong, but I think he gave them bullet points of the of what he, the story he was going to do in the book mm-hmm. was. And the showrunner said, okay, we will continue it from the bullet points he gave us. And I think that's when it kind of like went sideways. Um, they tried to pull off something that it, it seemed like it was easy because they had the entire source material. Mm-hmm. And they said, maybe because we've read all the source material, we kind of understand the way he thinks and we can recreate it mm-hmm. in what we've done. And it, it just wasn't successful. And it is what it is. Um, they were able to respect um, the showrunner for um, uh, The Watchmen. And hopefully they, they do the same with this. I'm not sure. But again, I could be wrong on all this. This is just what I'm thinking at the moment. Mm-hmm. It could all change next week when we get more news. If not, whatever. Yeah. We'll see what happens when it comes out. Yep. Um, speaking of The Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2. Um, I'm continuing through the gameplay. I, I've made it uh, now to Seattle day two. Okay. So um, I'm, you jumped you jumped I'm, a decent amount there. Yeah, yeah. On on Saturday, I I came. Uh, I think I started playing around like eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Didn't stop until two. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. And then uh, and then I played like an hour and forty five minutes uh, another day, and I I got through all Seattle day one. And um, right. what's her face? Well, I, uh, I guess, yeah, I was just about to say spoilers. Yeah, what's going on now in the story? So I killed a lot of wolf people, right? I got uh, those goddamn scramblers, annoying as fuck. Um, yeah. The ones that with the acid. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Shamblers. I thought they were, oh, shamblers, yeah. sorry. I thought they were going to be like the other big guys that we had in um, yeah the first one where they were easy to kill. If you just throw um, uh, what Molotov yeah, yeah, yeah. cocktail at them, they usually just burn and die. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, they start burning and then they just start running after you. And I'm yeah. like, oh! yeah, because they're gonna blow up on you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I would, I would like throw that shit on them, and then while they're coming at me, I'd pull out the shotgun, shoot them, run, uh, get far away a little bit, turn around again, and then shoot them again. Usually it was like one or two shots. W- yeah, plus with the them, Molotov I just did shotguns. I think I don't think I use anything else. I just I would do shotgun, run, shotgun, well, run. What I would do is because there was more um, 
there was like runners and other types of uh, infected there. So what I would do, I would throw a glass bottle, get them all into one spot, right. throw the Molotov. It would start burning everybody. The other zombies, uh, the other infected would die. Mm-hmm. Then I would just be left with the shamblers and I would just take care of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that was my tactic for at least in that one area because I was underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was your um, first introduction to the shambler? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When I was running away from the wolf okay. um, and then we were underground trying to escape them and yep. then they ran into the shambler and it killed them. And then I, we, I was in the roof and came down and. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so we got through that. We got, I got to the theater, um, did the whole flashback with the, with the, oh my God, it's a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her face is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then now they're leaving too, cause they think they found Tommy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I'm in Seattle day two. Shit's about to get real. I'm still waiting. I, I'm seeing a lot of signs for those, uh, zealots, um, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm waiting to see them. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be interesting. They call them. Uh, well, yeah, you'll get there. But yeah, um, yeah. all right. One thing I just want to jump back to uh, where you left off last time uh, in in hurt me uh, was uh, right when you were about to go to the cabin where they had uh, Tommy and Joel. See, I didn't know it was just gonna be cutscenes. Yeah. So I thought. I, I was and how have how to would fight. you have known? How would you have exactly? Known? That's why I, I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't want to give it away. I just let it be known that you hurt me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I thought it was going to be fighting. I was tired, yeah. and I didn't want to go through having to die six, seven times yeah. just to get through that thing. Because when I'm tired, I get um, impatient, okay. and make stupid moves, and then die. Yeah, um, it's like me and Fall Guys. So I was, huh? it's like yeah. me and Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, nah. I'll just like save it for another day where I'm good. And then I got in. I did that thing. I was like, oh, okay. I, I should have just done this. Mm-hmm. I would have gotten through that, and then. All those cutscenes. How whatever, was how but... was that scene? It was intense, right? man. When she was like yelling and crying, she was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill all of you." Yeah, man. It was um, uh, it was rough. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny because I remember uh, I told you I I played the game. Then um, I remember showing the first game to my mom uh, in show form uh, on yeah, of YouTube, yeah. and then did the same thing with part two. And it was one of those things where we're watching part two. It's just like I remember her like gasping, like when that was that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's like, or is it gonna are they gonna actually kill joel like it was it was it was crazy man and uh yeah man the game the story only gets better it only gets better Uh, but overall how are you feeling about it it's fantastic man i don't know if you saw the video that i sent you in the group chat i doubt it i never do it was it was a hilarious video of someone just editing the jeff Keighley speaking about each um announcing all the the games for the game yeah, awards the nominees and it was just like so the nominee for like game of the year last of us part two nominees for um like art direction so every like category mm-hmm. they cut all the other games out and it was just like last of us part two last of us part two last of us part two yeah. and it was just it was hilarious yeah it's got a uh, bunch of nominations this year yeah yeah it and it was just like yeah and so far it's it's phenomenal. Um, I feel like the NPC is is better at getting out of my way in this game. One hundred percent. It's fantastic because <laughs> I wanted to. I was gonna kill Ellie myself in the last. Everybody game, was. She, she killed me so many. Ellie's times. getting in the way, then she can't swim. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. 
oh, I don't care about the not swimming. She would get in my way and just be there. And I and I would I was trying to back up yeah. and I would hit her and I can't move around her. The zombie would get me. It was annoying. Now, there's that, a, that, there's a, a, a I remember when Rusty and I talked about this a long time ago when when uh, we were playing our first playthroughs. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this one point in the game where uh, I, I it happened to me, I believe. So, but I don't know if it was like an actual like regular thing that happens to everybody, or it happened just if circumstances are correct. Where you're, I can't remember uh, Ellie's girlfriend's name. Um, I'm blanking on it. It's it's not Dina. Dina, thank you. Where Ellie and Dina, I almost forgot myself. Yeah, where Ellie and Dina, they're doing this thing where. They're fighting, and something happened where Dina got up and like w- started running somewhere, and the zombies saw her. And in the previous yes, that game, happened, yeah, so yeah. I think that might just be a regular thing that happens. But it's so I was in this uh this courthouse, okay, and I was hiding, yep. and I there was a there was a clicker coming, mm-hmm. and like I was hiding behind the thing, so it was like a square thing, right? I'm on one side, the clicker's on the other side, mm-hmm. on we're, so we're on opposite sides. And Dina's on the, uh, let's say on the right side, mm-hmm. um, the, the clicker's at the the top side, I'm on the back side. Mm-hmm. So the clicker's about to come in contact with Dina. Mm-hmm. So she tries to get out of the way by jumping onto the, to the, to this, uh, like a platform, uh, knocked over pew or yeah, whatever yeah. to get away from the thing. But in doing so, she makes noise, the clicker recognizes it and starts attacking And that's us. amazing. So I was like, seeing that in a video game is amazing though. I was like, you dumb hoe. But that's the thing. Like, how dare Last you? of Us 1, Ellie could have ran around, done a million things, and mm-hmm. the world doesn't see her because the world doesn't care. The world's focused on Joel. It's This I game, think, they I made th- it more realistic in that sense. They did. And I think if 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 your NPC is close enough to the characters, they, they, they will be seen. Mm-hmm. But if they're far away enough where even if – like at some point where I was in tall glass, mm-hmm. as long as I'm not being seen, whatever she's doing, it's not going to affect what I'm doing mm-hmm. as long as the other character is far away enough. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, if I was that other character in real life, I would have seen everything already. I was like, this is ridiculous. But, you know, it's a game. I'm doing it on moderate. I'm not doing it, like, on an extra hard Yeah, I think I did it, like, on the medium, whatever the medium level was. Yeah, I think it's moderate. It's like, a, it, yeah. it says, like, this is a balance of, like, play and whatever. Yeah. And then there's, like, a survival mode. And I was like, no, I'm, no, not no, doing no, I don't. I'm I'm, like, I'm afraid is, of that mode. <laughs> I'm afraid of the regular mode, <laughs> but yeah, it was, um, yeah, they, they give you like a nice level of like, I think we talked about this with the last one, uh, this like nice level of realism, but also at the same time, it doesn't make it so real that it's, it's like too hard or boring yeah. to play at some point. I mean, to me with last of us, and this goes to the first game too, the beauty of it is, uh, since it's a lot of, uh, resources like collecting and preserving your resources. Oh, I'm so good at that. And the thing is, for uh, for the game, a lot of times what they do when it's like they make sure that when you get to a big encounter, that you're up to like the last of whatever resource. Like they go out. I don't, it's like they make sure to try to do that to everybody. Haven't happened to me so far. Well, you're playing incorrectly, Eslan. But the thing, no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a the joke. most correct. <laughs> I'm making a joke. That's one thing that they normally do. Um, where they try to make it like I remember my second playthrough. Well, I didn't finish it. My second partial playthrough of Last of Us. Uh, the first one where I did a lot better. I didn't shoot the gun as much. Uh, the first time I was just like, oh, my God, there's something new and I'm shooting. <laughs> you know? That's that's what I did. Yeah. So that's why I'm better with. Oh, this yeah. Game. And that's in last of Us part two. I played a lot more efficiently, but still I had moments where it was like I need to use everything I got to take down. And it's the big moments. It's the big moments yeah. within the games. 
Um, but I still, I still, as my, as great as the game is, and as much as I think it's deserving of the game of the year, I still think it might not win it because of all the controversy um, that it came with it. And uh, what controversy? We never got to talk about this. Um, the the world, the internet, not the world. Uh, a very vocal few people on the internet hated Last of Us Part Two and stopped playing the game once Joel died. Uh, they demanded refunds. They oh. demanded that. Um, what's the name of the character that killed Joel again? Abby. Abby. Uh, the the voice actress who played Abby um, was getting oh god death threats. Death threats, and she was yeah, she yeah, was yeah. pregnant. They were wishing that her unborn child would die. All these things because she killed a character that they loved so much from the first game, and people hated on Neil Druckmann. It was like, how can you create? How can you say that you love these characters and then kill Joel in that manner? And then at the end of the day, it's just like. If anybody has the right to do what they want with these characters, it's Neil Druckmann and the actors and actresses portraying those characters. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who did this. So, and the thing is, like, people really went out and they were just going all out. And I, a lot of people hated on Last of Us Part Two and on Metacritic, which I hate because it's like Rotten Tomatoes, which I've said for years I have no faith in. Um, the score started dipping very low because so many people were hating on the game. The Last of Us Part Two, I think, was. F- is it 40 hours maybe before the game was up the game had been out for like maybe 20 hours and the metacritic score was insanely low which proves these people haven't even finished the game and they're Mm -hmm. scoring it really low because of what happened in one scene and it's very controversial because of that so i could see a lot of people voting against last of us just simply because they felt so hurt about what had happened (laughs) which not for nothing that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life it is and which is a sign of great storytelling <laughs> that you, you got that emotional about this game. I was like, that's some good storytelling. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's why I feel like, uh, and everybody unanimously like ghost of Tsushima, which I always bring up. I was like, I like ghost, but ghost is your regular everyday cookie cutter. Here's your regular everyday video game. We just did it better than everybody else. Last was two is like, no, we're going to take you on a journey. Yeah. And an emotional journey. Exactly. Shit's ridiculous. Um, Dude, it's honestly I I don't get the the fanaticism. I think I feel like I I would have maybe reacted that if I was younger, and and but I don't remember reacting like that when I was younger. When me neither. Ch- Batman died mm-hmm. in the comic mm-hmm. books, when uh, Jiraiya died mm-hmm. in manga, where I got choked up and I was like, shit. I was like, no, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like it's. I'm like, all right, what it is what it is. They're they're characters, they're not real. Um I'm just gonna move on with my life. Yeah. It's just I don't know, I don't, maybe most of most of the, the When Bambi's mother died, I, I, I wanted the hunter's family to die. No, I'm just kidding. Even then. <laughs> even then, no. The man had to eat. You know, it's yeah. just like you know, it is what it is. I mean he had to eat, but he wasn't supposed to shoot a doe. He's he's supposed to shoot Bambi's father, the buck. Now, if you go back and watch the pre-sequel uh, to that movie, you would see that the man was starving. His family had left him, and he, he had one small child. I don't know where the child came from because his family left him. Wait, is this real? Is. Yes. And no, it's not. I'm making the whole thing up. Where he needed <laughs> to feed to... this one child like... that he doesn't know where like... the child came from. And that was the first thing he saw. I was like, damn, Disney got dark. <laughs> <laughs> This dude's going to food stamps and shit can't feed his family. 
Um, oh man, he had to illegally shoot a doe instead yeah, of a buck, yeah. so just so he could feed him. He didn't see the part <clears throat> where he killed like the the original thumper. Oh, yeah, it's a it just yeah. sneaks up behind him, and then he just grabs him, and he's just like, shh, shh, quiet, it's quiet, and snaps his neck. Just like go to sleep, go to sleep now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of thumper, I just ate one the other day. It's delicious. Nice. Tastes like chicken. It does not. <laughs> but okay. It does, no, I've had rabbit that tastes like chicken. Maybe it was just cooked differently. Oh, it was fried. Was it? Yeah. That's okay. why. No, it, this one's not okay, fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think most white meat that's fried is just going to taste like chicken. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. you're right. Um, Frog legs taste like chicken too. If they're fried. Oh, okay. If they're fried. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Fried in chicken fat. Um, yeah. I have yet to have frog legs because I can't, which is disappointing. Um, but let's move on. What are your uh, game news? Cyberpunk 2077. Spoilers are out in the wild. Careful out there. Exactly. So what what's out there is supposed to be like the first 20 minutes of the Nomad Path, mm-hmm. which we all know what it is. It's Fast and Furious. I said it before. Oh. Okay. Um, no, it's just they're out living out in the wild and it's all about family and they drive cars fast fears. So it's like the first 20 minutes of that. So it's not really spoiling much, but it proves that there are games out in the wild. So a few people do have Cyberpunk 2077. And if they posted this online, there's a good chance they're going to post other things. So if you can try to do whatever you do on Twitter or where you block certain words, I guess block Cyberpunk or whatever, or try to avoid them altogether until December 10th. Um, where hopefully the game comes out then, but uh, yeah, nothing major there. Nice. But Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Also, a former Dragon Age director announced a new studio. Mike Laidlaw, um, former creative director of Dragon Age, uh, started this new company called Yellow Brick Games. Um, it's going to be located in Quebec City, and it's going to. Uh, he's aiming to create original and new games of high quality. So Yellow Brick Games, new IP. You love to see new IPs out there. Um, Why not? So hopefully it does well. Uh, I'm a big fan of Dragon Age, even though I still haven't finished Inquisition, and it haunts me to this day. Still feel bad about it. <laughs> uh, another new story I have: uh, Batman Earth One Volume Three is coming out on uh, June 2021. Nice. Okay, it's not bad. Um. I'm I'm a big fan of the Earth One series. Do you want to hear who the villain's supposed to be in this one? Ooh, I don't remember. I don't because I haven't read Volume Two, so I don't know what the villain was in that one. But sure, I don't either. Now that you mentioned it, I want to okay. say the Penguin was in there somewhere. I could be completely right. wrong about that. Is it the Joker this, this time? time? Riddler. It's Two Face. Ooh, and it's supposed to be a different version of Two Face. Let's see what that means. But and that's what Earth Three does well. Earth 3 does everything like that well. I mean, Earth 1. Yes, they do. Because Earth 3 is yeah. all villains. Their Two-Face would be a, a hero. Yes. Okay. Um, he'd be, I don't know, Three-Face, whatever. I don't know what the opposite of Two-Face would be. What would be the opposite of Two-Face? Uh, One-Face? Is Two the opposite of One? Well, I mean, moving on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> My biggest news story, which comes with a heavy heart. Oh, no. Mark Calloway, The Undertaker, has officially retired. You son of a bitch. From pro wrestling. What, Islam? I I thought he died. (laughs) 
was just gonna be like, oh no, twenty twenty. The legend, the legend of the Undertaker is dead. Mark Calloway still lives on. Yo, you can't be playing with my heart like that, son. That's 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 wild. <laughs> oh man. Um, yesterday we're recording this on Monday, uh, the twenty third of November, uh, the year of our Lord two and <laughs> <laughs> we have to always put the year of our Lord in there, or the something of our Lord when we speak. That's a new thing. Okay. Um. So. Yesterday was Survivor Series on Sunday, uh, the Sunday of November of our Lord. And Survivor Series, 30 years ago, 1990, was the debut of one wrestler that would change the world forever. The gobbledygooker, also the Undertaker, (laughs) (laughs) came that same night. Eslav, do me a favor. Look up gobbledygooker. I'm doing it right now. Um, So the way it goes is back then in 1990, there was this egg. That was just sitting at ringside and nobody knew what was going to come out of that egg. It was supposed to be like, oh, my God, it's supposed to be a new wrestler. People were thinking maybe Ric Flair is going to come to WWF. Who knows what it is? And then when it finally happened, it was a, a man in a giant chicken suit called the gobbledygooker. And he went around the ring and he danced with Mean Gene. Fun fact, the gobbledygooker was um, the person wearing the costume was one Hector Guerrero, older brother. Okay, to I was Eddie. just about to ask. Yeah, I, I saw it up and. um I pulled it up, I mean, and it said Hector Guerrero. I was like, did I search the right thing? Yeah, no, he's one of the – there's a bunch of Guerreros out there. Hector is one of the older ones. Um, So Hector Guerrero was the gobbledygooker. And, uh, yeah, gobbledygooker also made an appearance at Survivor Series. He won the 24-7 championship and lost it uh, a few hours later, um, as they always do. But Undertaker gave his farewell. And they they, they went all out for this one, Islam, and it, it, I'm glad they did because he better. deserves it, you know? Um, of course he does. How old is he? Undertaker is 55 years old. God damn, he looks 72. I mean, think about how many times he's died. That's, you know, that, that does Bro, something that's to ridiculous. you. That does something 55? Yeah. Wow. I would have guessed. You know that? I looking at him, I would have guessed 60. I, he's a wrestler. He looks, Wrestlers don't I, always I, look great. No, I know. So it, I feel like they aged like fighters because just the strain yep. on their body. So he just looked a lot older. Yeah. He always looks sad. I always feel bad. But The Undertaker, uh, they they did a nice uh, farewell. They brought back so many old school people, like people I haven't seen in a long time. They had the originals like Triple H was there. Shawn Michaels was there. Ric Flair was there. But then they brought out the Godwins, one of which was Midian back from the Ministry of Darkness. Jeff Hardy came out with his face painted in The Undertaker symbol. Go ahead. Ministry of Darkness? Yeah. You don't know about the Ministry of Darkness? She's from Harry Potter? Is that a Harry Potter reference? Uh, Ministry is. Ministry of Darkness came out before Harry Potter ever existed. Whatever, bro. I hope Undertaker got money from that little kid with the scar on his forehead. (laughs) But yeah, no, he created this whole uh, group. It was called Ministry of Darkness. They they crucified uh, Snow Cold Steve Austin. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 316. Okay. But uh, yeah, so Midian was out there. The Godfather was out there. Um, Savio Vega, who I Al Pacino, that's crazy. Don't 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 disrespect the guy. <laughs> he was the, he was the pimp. He used to come out with the ladies, and he was like, "Come get on the whole train." <laughs> remember that? <laughs> he used to the matches would start, and he would just tell the wrestlers like, "Hey man, we can fight, or I can give you some of these hoes." And sometimes they would take the hoes, and they would just all dance, and they cut to a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wrestling was crazy in the nineties. That's <laughs> bro. They can't do any of that shit nowadays. People complain too much. That's that sounds so funny, <laughs> dude. It was insane. So um, all these things happened, and Kane came out in his gear, which was weird because everybody else came out in regular clothes, and <laughs> Kane comes out with the mask, with the fake hair, in the gear. I was like, did anybody tell him? Did they tell him <laughs> it's a regular day? I don't know. He came out. He's about gear. to start fighting. I, I, that's what the, I, I was watching. Like, my dad was actually Rumble? watching it. My dad's not really a wrestling fan. He was like, why is Kane wearing all that? I was like, maybe he's going to fight someone. I don't know. I think he came mad. But um, yeah, then Undertaker came out. He uh, he gave a speech, which was more or less, you know, the career of the Undertaker will now rest in peace. And um, he did his uh, famous, like, you know, Neil thing where he puts his hand up. And then there was a an hologram version of one um, Paul Bear, since Paul Bear is dead now. And he was holding the, oh, wow. the urn. What's that? No, I said, oh, wow. Yeah, he was holding his urn. And then you heard his Paul Bear. Oh, yes. Like he did his impression thing. And that was a pretty good one. Eslam. I know you don't know his voice, but I did really good. You should look it up later. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a very special moment. It was very touching. Vince McMahon actually came out and spoke. He doesn't do that for anyone. Um, so he, he did something and it it was, it was very nice to see. So it's, uh, Undertaker is officially rode off into the sunset. Um, it's, it's, it's sad, but at the same time, it's, I'm glad he deserves it. He deserves to go out on a high note. Yeah. You don't want him getting hurt in the ring. And he, the, the, the documentary, the series that they did, which was similar to the last dance for Michael Jordan, um, Mm -hmm. with the undertakers, it was, it was following the last three years and it always was just like, he wanted to have one more match and then he'd have a good match. He was like, you know what? I think I could do another one. Then he'd have a horrible match. And there was like two of them where he did so bad. One of them, he almost died in, and it was like so many things happened and it was just like, he wanted to finish on a high note and he did which I'm very happy about. Everybody's happy about. He got to fight against AJ Styles, the modern-day Shawn Michaels, which Taker even said. It was like, if there's one person I need to fight modern-day that's going to make me look good, we're going to put a good match, it's going to be AJ. And then AJ called him up. It's like, hey, man, let's do it. And it, it was amazing. So uh, Nice. So, yeah. It's, that's uh, awesome. Undertaker's gone. I'm glad he only retired and uh, didn't die like he made it seem. Um, I, that was not my intention. It really wasn't. Well, well, it that's what happened. I almost uh, had a mini heart attack. That's why when you said, "Oh no," I had I kind of sped up what I was saying a little bit. Just like, no, 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 because <laughs> I had a feeling that's what you thought. Um, I was like, yeah. "No, no, he's okay. He's okay. He's at home. He's he's with the family." That's good. Yeah. Um, Undertaker. He has a wine. It's called Undertaker wine. Undertaker what? Wine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. What's out there? Actually, it's a good name for wine. Is it? Yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know. It's better than the, all that French shit that you can't pronounce. I don't understand. Why not? Oh, we Montreal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Paris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm the du fromage. Any others? Uh, there's a lot. I don't. We don't have time. We don't have time. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, what we do have time mm-hmm. for is the main topic, yep. though. We are doing back to backs. We're doing it. We're doing another Mount Rush. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. It was so fun last time. I just I I need to get another yeah. one out of my system. A segment so nice we had to do it twice, you know? 
Exactly. Um, Dan, you want to tell them what we're doing at all? Nope. You didn't see that coming, we... did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell them. Um, we are doing a Mount Rushmore on rock bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. All right, all right, calm down. Calm down with your, with your devil worshiping um. over there. It touches his dragons player. <laughs> um, all right, so do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Please go first. Please go first. All I'm right. struggling with this one, man. <laughs> My first pick for Mount Rushmore of rock bands, Linkin Park. That's a given. That's the, a given. The rock band that got me into rock mm-hmm. music. Um, I started listening to Linkin Park near the end of middle school, and um, I, I and I listened to one song right in the end. That's the one song I knew from them. I also listened to one song from Evanescence, mm-hmm. uh, "Bring Me uh, Bring Me to Life," mm-hmm. and those were my two. Those those were my introduction to like that type of rock music, mm-hmm. and then eventually it moved up uh, to other bands that I will mention later. But Linkin Park changed my life um the rap rock Mm -hmm. was just phenomenal Mm -hmm. chester's voice r.i.p um was phenomenal to say the least Mm -hmm. it was just amazing Uh, mike shinoda was fantastic uh both great artists and all the other members of the bands have created uh amazing and timeless music um throughout their time and um I don't know what their current situation is, if they're ever going to create music together again under the moniker of Linkin Park without Chester. Um, but, um, you know, I I hope they do. Uh, I think they can um, they can make Chester Powell with new music. So mm-hmm. um, Linkin Park is my first choice. And my Mount Rushmore's will be albums. Okay. Because I was going to ask that- you, what do we do for this? Because I have no idea. Um, and the album that I would put for Linkin Park would be Meteora. Okay. This is, I couldn't, I think I, oh, I recognize one album. Okay, maybe Meteora slash Hybrid Theory. Yeah, half and half. All right, all right. Um, uh, Linkin Park is amazing. Linkin Park is, is, uh. Is one of my favorites. I I would not put it on my Mount Rushmore simply because I feel like I am not worthy of them being on my Mount Rushmore. Um, it's 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 I I enjoy them, and then I look at someone like you, and I was like, I you I might as well say I hate Lincoln Park compared to you, uh, because you're such a big fan. I do love In the End, um, and I'm blanking on any other song of theirs right now. That's that's the issue. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to music, it's it's difficult for me. I'm not the yeah. most uh, musically oriented guy, um, but I do like Linkin Park very much, and I keep on blanking on Mike Shinoda's uh, other his rap name. What is it? Uh, well, I think the album that he put out was. Um... Oh God, give me a second over here. Right. I'll go. Um... I'll come back to. It. We'll come back to. It. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so um... I'm. I'm thinking for me. I'm gonna go with the classic. It's. It's a band that I feel like might have created the greatest rock song ever made. And uh, it's it's a band that ever any time they play one of their songs, it comes on the radio or anything. It's my God, you know, my God. Uh, it's just hit after hit after hit. That's Journey. Um, I gotta go with Journey. Nice. Um, That's a great one. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, it was it, it was called Fort Minor. Fort Minor. Thank you. 
um journey uh don't stop believing i mean that alone that alone um (laughs) once again blanking on every other song of theirs that i like but there are others there's the one that goes uh, thing (laughs) like i can't remember Uh, what it is i know there's uh the wheel in the sky keeps on turning yes that's journey i didn't even know that's a great song (laughs) Mm -hmm. so journey um yeah, you can just tell by the voice. You can tell by the voice. That's what I'm saying. I'm not musically oriented. I can't tell. I'm a movie guy. I know movies very well. I don't know music. <laughs> um, no, so I would I would put Journey on there. The symbol of Journey, Jesus Christ. Um, put a wheel in the sky. Well, no, because I, I didn't even know that <laughs> okay. was Journey. I can't put them on there. Um I don't know. I would... I would a microphone and this is going to be a recurring theme a microphone that says journey on it that's the best i could do (laughs) um my next rock band would have to be um a band called apocalyptica okay now this this is a swedish rock band um classically trained most of their music is made with um, cellos and violins and basses. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a; uh, they have their own original um, music, mostly instrumental. They did one album, which is the album that's going to be on my Mount Rushmore, which is called Shadow Maker. And uh, they had a vocalist on this album for the whole entire album and it was it's honestly one of my favorite albums i've ever listened to it's just amazing amazing songs amazing um instrumental music um they also did a a whole album uh they covered um metallica um uh, with just instrumental music Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely phenomenal um so this yeah this swedish band um would have to be my number two pick, uh, Shadow Maker. Uh, I highly recommend listening to the album. It's so good. Um, I love it. It's not too heavy. Like it's not like a lot of like heavy, loud instruments. But there, but I, it's a good balance because I do like that the that heaviness sometimes. And then, um, but when it's too much like heavy metal and like death metal and all that stuff, like I can't deal with that. That's too much. I think this is kind of like the highest level I would go. And, and Metallica also would be like where my threshold is uh, for that type of okay. rock music. Right. Um, so Apocalyptica um, takes up that second spot. Um, for me, my number two probably is my favorite rock band. Um, that's, uh, that's Blink-182. No. Um, Blink-182, I love almost every song of theirs I heard. This one I can name a couple. All the Small Things is the one everybody goes to. Of course. Um, you have a, you know, the thing with them is they, they have good, uh, like, a lot of people call it like punk pop, uh, punk pop, or pop punk. Punk rock. No, no, pop punk. It's specifically a pop version of punk rock. Okay. Uh, that's what some people consider. Some people say, no, if you say that, you know, you don't know them, blah, 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 whatever it is. I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. So, um, they could come out with, uh, just a great beat. They could come out with, uh, a song that's going to make you laugh. 
or a song that's going to make you feel. You know, they can do it all. Blink-182 mm-hmm. really does all that stuff. You have a funny song. Um, a New Hope um, is one of my favorite songs where it's it's about Star Wars. And then they have other songs like um, Adam's Song, which sounds like it's it, it's like a, uh, I interpreted something as about like suicide or something like that. And it's just like they they had they hit so many ranges and just an amazing, amazing band. Um, three man band. Some those are special, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they are. Those are special. And um, for that for that one, I mean, in the um, on the Mount Rushmore, I'm going with drums simply because of Travis Barker. Who's got to be one of the greatest like, drummers? That's a word, right? They they had an album called Dookie, right, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, there there's a there there are the ones where I could think of the one album where it's the nurse who's who's mm. wearing like like a, I think she has like lipstick and a glove or something, and she's on the album. I don't know. Like I said, I don't yeah. I don't know music like that, but I would put a drum that says Blink One Eighty Two, representing Travis Barker. The the thing that's really hard about this Mount Rushmore is that like. There's so many rock bands that are racing through my head right mm-hmm. now. I'm just like, fuck, I need, like, how do I not choose every single one of these? I'm the complete opposite. I'm just, my brain is rushing. It's like, who who do I pick? Michael Jackson's not a rock guy. You know, Lil Wayne's <laughs> um, not a rock guy. I can't put Busta Rhymes in there. Like, I, it's my brain I'm is gonna, thinking everything that's not rock. I'm going to have to mention some that I, I couldn't put on no, there. But my it. third pick, my third pick would have to be Queen. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, Queen, I, I I got late into the scene of Queen. Um, obviously, Freddie Mercury had passed way before I even knew what Queen was or what rock music was, honestly. Um, but I I got introduced to Queen uh, via the, the their most famous song, which I'm blanking on right now. Then help me out. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Yes, okay. thank you. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is the first song um, I had heard for Queen. I think you were the one who showed it to me. Um, I doubt that was me. If anything, I was probably Danny. <laughs> maybe it was Danny. Okay, maybe because I I remember whoever showed me the song is like this is the best song to test a new like radio or headphones or anything on because it has so. M- so many different oh, styles yeah, yeah, yeah. and ranges within the same song that it's uh, like the best song to listen to to test I it out. I would love so to take credit was for that, disco. but that's something I would never say. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was probably yeah. disco, most likely. Uh, my bad, disco. Um, I kept them yeah, so true. I kept them true, Danny. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and yeah, and then, then you just have Fat Bottom Girl. Um you have a uh, bicycle. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, they had so many amazing songs. Um, and yeah, um, Queen. like there, there's, they got so many. Yeah. One of the most amazing thing that I was able to see working at the Prudential center was queen. Um, and they had, uh, obviously a replacement vocalist for <clears throat> Freddie Mercury. For Freddie Mercury, and that uh, the person that they had was, um, he was like he was a finalist in um, American uh, American Idol. I forgot his name. Adam Lampart. Excuse me. Um, and he was he was really good. Like he was he was phenomenal. I had I had uh, 
people there that were like, we saw Queen back in the day, and um, they didn't hate on Adam Lampart. They're like, he's he's good. Uh, he did, you know. Most people would, <clears throat> other people would have seen it. They were like, this is trash. Um, but no, people hate on what's act- new. That's that's a given. Yeah, man. but and these were old yeah. people too. Like these were like old ladies. Because yeah. I mean, seeing I, mean, I don't remember when Freddie Mercury died, but early nineties. I think so because they he died after that live AIDS concert. Yeah. Uh, I think that was his last, or maybe one of his last live performances. But, um, so they said they had seen him before that, and um, and yeah, they were there. They were enjoying it. It was it was a phenomenal show. Um, <clears throat> all the original members from Queen were there, except obviously Freddie Mercury. Um, but yeah, it was it was an awesome experience, and I wouldn't have been able to have that if I wasn't. Uh, Working security there. That's why I love working security there. I get to experience all these cool things. So that's why I never appreciated security. I'm not into music like you are. I'm yeah. sitting there just thinking, why hasn't Stevie Wonder gotten back here yet? I want to go home. Um, uh, I still, still got beef. Still got beef. Um, all right. So Queen is amazing. Uh, I, I, I got to mention, like, they're they have some of the greatest songs in history. Like period, mm-hmm. not rock, not anything, just straight up some of the greatest songs ever yeah. made. Um, and I I gotta go with another band. It's a classic. Uh, I feel like this should be on a list, uh, any type of yeah. rock list, and uh, it's the Beatles. Uh, the Beatles have to be on there. I wanna hold your hand. Yeah, man. Uh, That's up. You got that? Help, love me, do. Yeah. Um, Strawberry Fields. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. songs. Yellow Submarine. Um. <clears throat> The I was there introduced. Was, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. There was this uh, one radio channel that had a 12 o'clock Beatle block yeah. on it, and I would listen to it all the time. And it would be. I, 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 used was, to, I, I, used was, I never to got too. bored of yeah. it. Yeah. No, I remember that. It was. Uh, yeah, I would just go on there. Um, that that was one of the last radio stations I ever listened to. Actually, that probably is the last station I ever uh, listened yeah. to. And um, the thing with me, I was introduced into the beat. I was introduced to the Beatles when. Um, I remember, uh, I think it was Best Buy, maybe a Walmart, something like that, where I was out with my parents and there was like the sale on CDs and me being a young kid and not knowing anything about music, look how much I've grown up. I still, I'm not that much better where, um, I saw a, a Bahaman CD CD for, and it had who let the dogs out. And I knew I needed that because it didn't just have the who let the dogs out. It had the techno version of who let the dogs out as well. <laughs> And I knew that was the best CD <laughs> in the world. And uh, I was like, I got to I got to get this. And my father is he he goes and he picks up some other CD, which was the stupid looking thing. And it just had a it was a red. I will. This is one album I will never forget. And it's not a true album. It's a it's like a collection of the Beatles best hits. It's a red background with a yellow number one. It's called the Beatles one where they took every one of their number one hits and put them on this one CD. And there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had a lot of number one. Exactly. But... And that's how I was introduced to the Beatles. I would listen to that CD after I got tired of hearing Baja Men's Who Let the Dogs Out and the techno version of Who Let the Dogs Out. And then I that's how I learned about the their number ones. And I remember once driving to South Carolina uh, as a young child, I was already starting to get into the Beatles. Um, it was me, my mom, my dad put the cd in and that was the only music we listened to from new jersey to south carolina and it was amazing as a kid yeah mm-hmm. oh my mom was sick of it by the end of it. 
Um, but it was great. It was mostly sick of it because my father's singing. But it there was a whole it was a whole thing, and I was just like, my God, the Beatles, the Beatles. You know, I don't know why. Um, and and this happened in high school, but I I just you like used to hate dismissed, on the Beatles. You I dismissed the dude, Beatles. You hate so if, bad. if I'd mentioned I like the Beatles, you're like they're trash. I was like, you don't know, man. You don't get it. <laughs> I, and I, and at that point, I don't know why I was saying yeah. that I was a piece of shit because yeah. I had not I heard one song of the Beatles, <laughs> yeah. and I was just hating, just hating on them for no for reason. No yeah. reason. We've no, all been I there. Was, We've all been there. I was an asshole. I was the same way about Harry Potter. I, I'm glad I grew out of yeah. that shit. Oh my god! I turned um, into like everything might, and I still credit this to um, what's his name, uh, Heath Ledger, where you, it might suck, it might be bad, you never know. Give it a shot, give it a fair shot, and then you, who knows, you might like it. And that's yeah. the that's Heath Ledger taught taught us that with the Joker, and yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I I felt that way about everything. Like, why do I hate Harry Potter? Let me watch it. Why did you hate Beatles? Go listen to him. Exactly, and I love the yeah. Beatles. Uh, you you kind of can't help it. <clears throat> so good. All right, my um for, oh, for the Mount goodness. Rushmore. Um, I'm gonna put a, a long hair and a beard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. For Lennon. No, just all of them. Um, that was every one of them. <laughs> oh. Um. All right, my last pick, and this is this is hard, man, because I have so many rushing through my head. But this is one of my my favorite rock bands. Um, I I love a, like almost all their music, and this is kind of hard to say about anybody. You usually get an album and you like three or four or five songs mm-hmm. out of the the ten twelve you get. And with this band, I don't know what it is. I've liked their albums, almost all their songs, and. Uh, this is a uh, this is uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know why, but a lot of the best rock bands come out of um, Europe. Okay, and this is one of them, uh, a band that goes by the name of Muse. Mm. I love Muse. I love. I'll, oh my God, their their newest albums are amazing. Their older albums are even more amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people would disagree. Some people would say their older albums are better than their new stuff. They don't like their new stuff, but I like the I like the um, the 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 chances that they took with their new albums, the new sounds that they've created. And this is something Linkin Park also did with um, uh, after their third album, and a lot of people hated on them for switching it up. And I'm just like, and and I, I honestly the same thing again. I kind of disliked it in the beginning. And then I went back later on when I had gotten a little older and, and put in an album and just listened to the whole album. And one thing I realized that was separate, was, that was different from their older albums is this album flowed more. Mm-hmm. Like the songs flowed into each other better than their other albums. And then same thing with Muse and stuff. And and their new stuff has a little bit of... Um, techno in it and but it's it's done well mm-hmm. not to the point where you lose the rock but it's it's still there they're creating these amazing new music and i i just love them so much i i also my favorite concert of all time that i've seen at the arena was muse it was phenomenal i lost my shit when they were doing knights of sedonia bro I, I I was just like right, i'm done doing security time to rock out with knights of sedonia because it was their last nice. song it was the yeah, final yeah, yeah. 
I just fucking started singing it along. Oh my God, that dude's voice is phenomenal. Um, I have yet to learn his name because, you know, I'm an asshole. But, um, I gave it up to Muse and the album that I would put up there. Um, oh, did I, put, did I say an album for Queen? For Queen? I don't know if you did. I don't think I, I, I don't know any albums for Queen, honestly. I just know the songs. The fact that you could name as many albums as you can blows my mind. <laughs> Um, but for Queen, I'll just put Bohemian Rhapsody because you know it's. Bohemian if anything, Rhapsody. isn't there an album where that's the image where it's yeah. their heads like above each other? Yeah. I feel like that that's apropos. Like that should be there. Yeah, I'll put that one in. For Muse, it would be uh, the Second Law. Um, is their album called the Second Law? They it was a whole. It was the album was about um, the Second Law of Thermodynamics. Um, they made an album about science, and it fucking rocked. Which one did they did a song that's called "Mad World"? Correct. Mad World. Um, Maybe I'm, I'm thinking of sure it. Mad. Oh no, that's madness. Thank you. Where? Where's? What album is that? Madness. Madness. I will let you remember that. I always remember "Knights of Sidonia," and then I was like, "That's a good song." Madness is a good one. Um. All right. My my fourth one, I I guess, might be controversial to some. Um, it's a band that I know people love making fun of, a band people love hating on, and I've never understood uh, the hate. Um, I know that they're Canadian. I don't know if that's the reason, um, but it's just people love hating on Nickelback, and I love yeah. Nickelback so much. And I I like Nickelback. I don't too. get the hate. I don't understand it. Um. Uh, Madness was in the album Second Law. That is Second Law. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, people hate on Nickelback so much, and I'm like, nah, man. I I think they make great music. Um. I love his voice. Yeah. There's something about that raspiness yeah. that I that I enjoy. Yeah, man. And uh, I I mean, one thing I'll never forget. Like I said, um, I'm not a music person. Like you were just talking about how the songs flow into one another on an album. I've, I've listened to albums and I, the, it, I can never comprehend that. I've heard many people speak of that where they talk about these songs mesh well with one another. I, 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 I'm just not on that level with music and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I, I've told you in the past, my thing is when any anytime a song, a particular song is in a movie and it's part of a movie yeah. soundtrack, it usually resonates with me. And when I think of Nickelback, I think of Hero, and I think of the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man. And, yeah. I mean, my God, tell me that song does not. I love that oh song. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Hero is a great um, song. Uh, Photograph is another one. Um, like, they have so many, so many. great. And as a wrestling fan, once they made the the theme to a Monday Night Raw for a while, that was the intro song. It was a Nickelback song. Nice. Um, so it's. I guess I'm a huge fan of Nickelback, uh, regardless of the internet. I guess. Yeah, they make. F- I don't know why they people make fun of them. They're Canadian. I mean, I get it, but still, like I like a lot of. At Canadian least they're not French Canadian. You have yeah. no reason to hate on French Canadian. French Canadians are cool too. Sami Zayn, <laughs> you know, Sami Zayn. He should have won at the pay per view. Um, Kevin yeah. Owens, he's amazing too. But um, I guess for them, I, I don't have a guitar up there. I guess I'll put a guitar and just write Nickelback on it. Yeah. That's I have the this is the worst like physical Mount Rushmore I've ever made because <laughs> I don't know what um, to put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just want to run through some runner ups that deserve to be on in their own right. Any Mount Rushmore and any other day, I'll probably pick them. If we do this topic again, I'll probably pick these. But you have bands like Nirvana, 
Jesus the Foo Christ Fighters. Nirvana. Jesus Christ, Nirvana. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot they existed. Nirvana, I love them. The Foo Fighters. Metallica. Yeah, yeah. One that I was flirting um, with, Aslam. One that I was flirting with was Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machines. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how we both forgot this, but with um, Slash. I oh, Guns N' Roses. I've been, I was thinking about Guns them the whole time. Roses. and I was just, What I did with my four... All four of them have multiple songs I like. Guns N' Roses, they got a they got a decent amount, but not as many as these four. That's why I feel like the four I picked have a bunch of songs I enjoy. Yeah, you got ACDC, one, yeah. The Rolling Stones, yep. Aerosmith, yep. Um, Pink Floyd, um, Black Sabbath, YouTube. Black Sabbath almost made it on mine. Um, yeah, I was thinking of um, a War Pigs. When, the theme song uh, to the, the next NXT TakeOver, <clears throat> War Games. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Green Day. Green Day. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. There's just, there's so much. Rush. Yeah. I think we both have songs of Rush we like. Um, there's so many. There's so many out there. I. It's funny. When I think of rock, I automatically think older 80s big hair band <clears throat> rock. Like, I enjoy that. I, a lot. I do like. I do like that more. And then I um, and then I, I like uh, stuff when we were probably in high school. And then mm-hmm. after that, I don't know anything about rock after that. The only ones and and they were around before so Muse. I don't yeah. know any new rock bands that I um I've gotten into. But um but yeah, um I was thinking of the Kings of Leon. Um Sex on Fire. That's I, I love that song. Yeah. Um REM. Yeah. You know, REO um, Speedwagon. So there's so yeah. many. There's so, it's this. I mean, for me, I went with the most recent and the the most I listened to, and I listened to Lincoln Park a lot. I listened to um, um, uh, Apocalyptica, Queen, and Muse the most. Uh, followed by like some of the ones I mentioned earlier, but yeah. This was a this was a fun one. It, it kind of uh, I had to go back through like memory lane and a lot of songs um, get tied to like certain moments in my mm-hmm. life with like different bands and different songs that ones I've listened to over and over. And when I listen to them, they bring me back to whatever it was, whether it was good or bad. Um, but yeah, that's how music kind of like um, ties with me for some yeah. of it. For the most part, music with me goes with movies like i said i i yeah, go yeah. off of i'm a movie guy first so um you're big on the soundtrack exactly yeah. so it's uh if they have a decent soundtrack i'll remember because of that like i said photograph i mean not photograph hero with spider-man um yeah. you know it's all that stuff that's why i'm a big fan of quentin tarantino he picks the perfect soundtrack for every movie he makes um yes. so it's like i said I'm, a, I'm not an album guy but i am a soundtrack guy okay um any final thoughts it was hard man this was hard I, yeah. i'm not i'm not a music guy i'm glad we did this topic though I, I do i do like it um most of what i thought was just like oh i like this song and i was like who makes it again and i had to really think i was like all right do i like uh, any of their other stuff and that's how i got my four but yeah man that's that's all i got um making this uh making this mount rushmore has made me miss listening to music um i got a Come, I need to go back to commuting to listen to stuff again. Um, you got to find new times to do it, man. You got to find new areas. Yeah, I got I to gotta find new habits 
to like the commuting was a habit yep. where I listen to music or podcasts or whatever or at work sitting down. But now that I'm home, I gotta find. I mean, you still do, <clears> do it at work. Just at work from home, you're doing it, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm usually listening to. I started listening to podcasts again at work, ah, so okay. that's what I'm. That's what I've been doing. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for listening to this episode of Los Wise Guys podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please let us know what are your rock band Mount Rushmore picks. Um, who? What would you have picked different? You did you like our picks? Um, so let us know. Um, thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, review, spread the word by mouth. Tell your friends. As always, thank you. And have a great week.